Hello, this is Frank Falvey with Frank's Musings. Not music, but musing. And what am I musing over today? Well, this is part two of the Great American Rescue Plan. $2.7 trillion of it. I'm now going to bring up some items that are in the plan that, you know, are interesting. Maybe not directly related to the coronavirus, but they certainly are interesting. And one of the first ones I'm going to kind of pick on or pick out is Howard University is getting $35 million. It is the only university with general academics that is getting that kind of money. Now, who graduated from Howard University? Our vice president. Now, I believe our vice president should have certain perks. I mean, ride in bulletproof cars and have Secret Service protect her and her husband, live in uh, Naval Row uh, in a wonderful uh, house, I believe, overlooking uh, the Potomac, uh, although I could be wrong. It may be some other river. I believe that, that she should uh, have perks of the office. But should she be able to have perks for her hour monitor that are directly put in a coronavirus package to reward her university with $35 million? Other, other ones, um, I don't know who might have hearing problems in the administration or maybe even gay, gay, uh, got educated at some of the universities on hearing, that are dedicated to hearing. Gaudet University directly got $19,250,000 I understand they're an outstanding university for the deaf, is my understanding. The National Technical Institute for the Deaf got $19,250,000 to spend until September of 2023. The Institute of Education Sciences a hundred million dollars to spend through 2023. And the National Science Foundation, $600 million. Also the preservation of nature uh, of material American I don't know, something, $10 million. 
I love the National Endowment for the Arts. I think it's one of the finest organizations in programming and where our money goes to. Republicans for years have been cutting and cutting that because they don't see it in their political interest. I, I have to say though, $135 million in a bill for coronavirus, um, I don't know how it got there or why it's there. The National Endowment for the Humanities, again, a wonderful, absolute great organization. I'd love people to give money. I love Congress to give money. $135 million. The Institute of Museum and Library Sciences, $200 million. A, uh, a establishing a grant exchange modernization program. Uh, that one, I didn't even understand what that is. What, so what, what, is, what is a grant for um, mod, a modernization program? And if I can find page 19, out of my Google search, I came up with this. Modernization, M-O-D-E-R-N-I-Z-A-T-I-O-N, then is a process of cultural and social economic change whereby less developed countries, L-D-C-S, acquire characteristics of Western industrialized society. It should be noted that this definition is used primarily by European-derived cultures. I, I mean, I, I would, I'm, I'm blown away by some of the uh, things that I had no idea about. And so why we're giving $20 million for some countries to learn or whatever, how, I don't know how the $20 million is being spent, to convince them to be in the Western culture is a good idea. Maybe it is. I just never, I know nothing about it. Funding Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs, $570 million, which shall be remained available until September of 2020. Oh, here's an interesting one. Funding of the White House. In addition to amounts otherwise available, there is appropriate for the fiscal year 2021 out of any money in the treasury not otherwise appropriated. In other words, there's 
millions of other dollars for the White House, but this is in addition to it in the Corona, uh, the Great American Rescue Plan. $12,800,000 to remain available until September 30th, 2021 for necessary expenses for the White House to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus. I must tell you right off the bat uh, that I have a problem giving money to restaurants or to private businesses. Adam Smith, long, long time ago, I thought to find capitalists and to find businesses. And that was that corporations in essence were formed to make money, okay, for the owners of that corporation or that business. And that the last thing that they wanted was government interference. In other words, a business, right, should succeed or fail on its own without support of the federal government. Now, I don't know who the great publicist was for restaurants, but, you know, everyone is crying the poor, poor restaurant. Well, what about the musicians that might be playing in restaurants? You know, what about, you know, other, other industries that were just from the beginning completely wiped out of, of existing. There, there are so many other types of, of businesses that have just disappeared while this coronavirus was at its height. And yet restaurants really continue, particularly with with takeout service. Now, here in Franklin, I, I on purpose went purposely to go to restaurants here in Franklin that I really like, you know, and to help support them. And, and in fact, it was even a fund uh, early on uh, to help uh, pay for meals for people that weren't working to go to restaurants in Franklin and, and have a meal. Restaurants though, and I got, I got to take a minute and, and make sure that when I say $5 billion, it's $5 billion, shall be made available to eligible in, entities with gross receipts during 2019, not more than $500 million. $5 billion. $23 billion. Yeah, I gotta look at that again. $600 million, 23 billion dollars, 600 million, shall be made available 
to a minister's to award grants. Now, the word grant means you don't need to repay it. it, it we're just giving it to you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, whatever. And here's, here's some money and, uh, you know, do whatever you want. Under subsection C, in an equitable manner to eligible ent entities of different sizes based on annual gross receipts. So, McDonald's, um, you know, Wendy's, Burger King, Starbucks, um, all these huge restaurants can be categorized in, in one group and and maybe here the uh, the Santa Fe uh, uh, restaurant in Franklin and uh, maybe Three's restaurant and, and uh, you know, uh, maybe the Acapulco uh, will be classified in another group. Why in the world are we giving $23 billion to restaurants along with $5 billion for those over $500 million? Um, the Fish and Wildlife Service is getting $95 million. Relief for airports. Here's, you know, here's something that has always rankled me, you know. It's like, you know, I really get very rankled or, you know, uh, pet peeve or whatever you want to say. When particularly hospital nurses or doctors, when I and my wife go to the hospital or just out in public in general, I call you guys. You, you, you guys, you know, they have my name right in front of me. They have my wife's name. When I go to a restaurant many times on purpose, particularly if the person is wearing a name tag, I'll introduce myself, I'll introduce whoever I'm with, okay? Our parents in my generation gave us names. In fact, I see that the prince in, uh, uh, in, uh, just had uh, their daughter, and they must have really thought about giving a name to their child. And they gave the name of Diana, the father's mother, and of the name of the father's grandmother. Little, I believe it is. You guys is like, you can kill us. I mean, what, 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 what are you? Okay, so it, it's like a pet peeve of mine. I, I think we particularly at the age a lot of people are, deserve the respect, particularly in the health community, of calling us and recognize that we're a real person. Well, one of my other peeves, why in the world are airports and airlines being given both in the Trump plan and this great American plan, billions if not trillions 
of money, I guess, high up billions of dollars. Here, okay, they are getting relief for airports. In addition to amounts otherwise available, there shall be $8 billion to remain available until September 30th, 2024 for assistance to airports to be made available to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus. Yeah, uh, an, an airport to me is maybe a, a somewhat of a, a private public uh, section, but emergency FAA employee leave fund, funding for claims and appeal processing. $272 million to remain available until, until September 30th, 2023, okay, for funding uh, employees, I, I gather, additional funding for aging and disability service programs, which I have no idea what they're talking about, but $276 million to remain available until expended and 88 million shall be made available to carry out the programs described in subsection B in fiscal 2021. $100,000 minus previous provided fiscal year 2021. Uh, 188 million shall be made available uh, for fiscal year 2022. Um, I, 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 as a senior, I, I doubt if any of that money, when it gets filtered down, will ever impact uh, me in any way. Uh, Veterans uh, Affairs, uh, funding for claims and appeal processing, 272 million. Funding availability for medical care and health needs, 14 billion, 482 million. And that's all one sentence, it doesn't say another thing. Here's another one sentence sending. Sentence, funding for supply chain modernization, modernization, $100 million. Funding for state homes, $500 million. Uh, $250 million to remain available until September 22 for a one-time only obligation an expenditure to existing. Now, there is there is one really fascinating uh, thing I came across. I didn't know we had so many different uh, cores. Did you know we have funding for medical reserve corps, C-O-R-P-S, you know, like the Marine Corps. Seven billion 
600 million. Now, I had to look up, what in the world is the Medical Reserve Corps? The MRC, funded by federal government after 9-11, functions as a collaborative with local teams prepared for large-scale public health crises. for medical and non-medical personnel. You know, I'm sure they must have came into play in this coronavirus. I mean, they're getting $7,600,000,000. And I don't think I've heard one newspaper or person tell me that or praise them for the job they did. And they must be existing here in the Franklin area. Funding for the National Health Service Corps. Again, it's apparently a health, some way related to health, but the money of of, uh, that uh, fund uh, goes to scholarships. Uh, and that is only $800 million. Funding for nursing corps, scholarships to nursing students for a minimum of two year time service commitment. So you make a commitment to the nurses' corps for uh, uh, two and a half years, there is $200 million available for scholarships. Funding for teaching and health centers that operate gradu- graduate medical education, $330 million. Mental health and substance abuse disorders. Here in Franklin, we have uh, a great organization called the Safe Coalition. And I hope they get some of this money because it's a great organization. Uh, Jim Derrick, my co-host on uh, my music show, is just an outstanding individual in that area and helping. Funding for block grants for community mental health services, and I'd consider that a community health service, $1,500,000,000. Funding for block grants for prevention and treatment of substance abuse. Again, I hope they qualify for some of this money. $1,500,000. Funding for mental health and substance use disorder training for healthcare professionals, paraprofessionals, and public safety officers. You know, more and more, and I believe Franklin is one of the communities that have included uh, public health officers as part of their police response and as as someone that uh, an officer can immediately have access 
uh, to and call up for a situation. That's only uh, $80 million. Funding for education awareness campaign, uh, encouraging health, healthy work conditions in use of mental health and substance abuse disorder service by healthcare professionals, $20 million. And emergency assistance to families through home visitation programs, $150 million. Emergency assistance to children and families, $1 billion. Total amount to be allocated, the secretary shall allocate a total of 92.5% of the amount specified in paragraph one that is not reserved under paragraph two among the states that are not territories and that are operating a program bounded under this part in accordance with the clause of subparagraph. A billion dollars. You know, apparently it's going to go to the state, the federal government isn't. Uh, apparently overseeing this, uh, um, I hope it. I hope it helps. But should it be in this? Should it be in this budget? Should it be in a budget that the Democrats had such a reconciliation of uh, all they needed was fifty percent of the vote. Okay, and when the leaders of the Democratic Party in the House, Senate, and the President said, here's the bill, you know, there's no amendments that ever came on the floor of the House of Representatives that I know of in the last, I don't know, five or six years on major pieces of legislation where the party has said, this will pass, you will vote for this bill. Support to skilled nursing facilities in response to coronavirus, 200 million. One of the reasons I'm going through this is I hope some of you out there know where this money should go. I, I hope that this alerts you to the fact that this money is available, but much, much of it, much of it is only available to September uh, 30th of 2021. I hope you... Uh, have the town of Franklin and the town councilors explain how much of this money they got and how they're using it. Because this directly, more than any other legislation, affects you in the pocketbook, affects your community. Um, child tax credit. And, and this is a correction in the Trump bill. The Trump bill in giving money directly to people uh, cut it off at age 17. So what happened is many kids that just graduated high school and were age 18, neither their parents nor them were able to get the money. Uh, this corrected that uh, uh, thing. There is uh, an earned income tax credit there is an advanced payment of child tax credit. Uh, I, I would encourage you uh, to, to
to have someone that really is familiar with this, you know, come on uh, uh, WFPR 102.9 FM and, and explain how this works, how these tax credits work, because I'm not anywhere near able to do that. Um, increased in exclusion for employer-provided dependent care assistance. Uh, beginning after December 31st, 2020 and before January 1st, 2022, subparagraph A shall be applied substituting 10,500 half such dollar amounts for 5,000 uh, to 2,500. Credits for paid sick and family leave. And in general, in the case of an employer, there shall be allowed as a credit against applicable employment taxes for each calendar quarter an amount equal to 100% of qualified sick leave wages paid by such an employer with respect to such calendar year. Now, again, you got to be employed. Uh, uh, this money is uh, this money is only for people that are employed. So that if you're out of work, if you haven't been able to work, okay, much of this program is not going to help you. It would be interesting, it, you know, the coronavirus had to go through vigorous tests and be approved. One of the interesting tests that I would like to see happen in the economics is take a huge segment of the population as, as a control group, right? And eliminate them from being qualified for a lot of programs that indirectly help them and and take and cut some of that program and put together a package of money that would go directly to the individual okay but that individual would would not in any way be would not in any way qualify for other other programs that in one way or nature uh, is a benefit to them. And, and let's see, you know, how they spend the money. Back in, in the 30s and 40s, poor people were given money directly to spend, but there was someone that came to their house and showed them how they were to allocate that money. And they had envelopes back in those days. Individuals really took money, put them in envelopes, and one envelope said food, one envelope said the electric bill, one envelope said, uh, you know, affairs uh, for the bus. Okay. Really, I mean, I still do that to some extent. All right. Now, one of the things that drove the people giving money crazy was people, immigrants, new people to the United States, ethnic people, when someone died, 
they wanted to show off and have a wonderful, huge funeral. So they bought life insurance. And every week or every month, there would be the salesman that would knock on the door and have a book, and you would pay that life insurance policy to that individual. And when someone died, you might have quite a bit of money to have a nice wake, uh, to have a nice burial, and that absolutely drove uh, the people that were wanted the money spent in a different way. Well, today, I'm sure that cable TV is probably not one of the high amounts of money that are, that are calculated to give to people when they calculate whatever uh, money they're getting. But I bet you are the expenses of the money they're given, paying their cable bill is probably a very high uh, item. Well, I uh, I probably could uh, uh, do a, uh, a third program, uh, but let's wait and see uh, what uh, comments we get. I do want to say in this American Rescue Plan that whoever put it together really had a lot of consideration for Native American Indians, because almost in every section where they're allocating money, there's significant, I mean significant amounts of money given to Native American uh, tribes in uh, 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 individuals are allocated to them. Also, territories. Uh, we have a number of, of uh, territories, uh, uh, Puerto Rico, I, I guess, is, is a territory. Um, and they are mentioned in their allocations, uh, so they are not forgotten. Uh, they are in, included. Uh, so if there was uh, uh, money for specific states uh, for different purposes, you can rest assured uh, that Puerto Rico territories and uh, Indian affairs uh, all received uh, significant money for those things. Well, I hope you muse over what I've said. I hope that if you're in any of these areas, you would find out from your local, state, and federal uh, organizations how this money is being filtered down to the state and down to your community. I would hope you muse over whether it's worth spending $2.7 trillion owing that money, passing a bill that there never has been discussed how you're gonna pay for it. If 1% interest rate or 2% or 3% or 4% go up, we're in deep, deep trouble because that amount of money is huge. And who is it going to? My understanding is that China is probably one of the great big holders of American debt. So foreign countries are being paid interest on money we're borrowing 
and some of those foreign countries aren't in a, have don't have our best interest in mind. They have their best interest in mind. You know, the U.S. savings bonds, at least uh, that program kind of has disappeared. But, you know, in my day, uh, you were encouraged as an employee to be part of uh, that U.S. savings bond program. Today, you can't even buy one from a bank. It has to go through the Federal Reserve Bank. They have so totally discouraged Americans from being part of the U.S. savings bond program, apparently because of cartels and crime syndicates uh, somehow using that way uh, to transfer dirty money into clean money. Uh, I hope uh, somewhere two things need to happen. We need to find ways to pay for the programs that we've already passed. And, you know, I certainly believe that those that have the gifts and the ability to earn large sums of money bear a total responsibility to pay large sums of money to the federal government. I, I guess the uh, just recently the other day, uh, the CFO of Amazon, who's going to take a uh, uh, a flight up in his own uh, uh, missile uh, for 11 or 13 minutes, so that three of those minutes he can see the world from outer space and hasn't paid federal taxes, along with a lot of other very wealthy people. 55 corporations, right, are paying no money. I'd put I'd slap on a 30% tax, a minimum tax. We we need a fair uh, return of wealth. And part of that consideration not only is income, but it's gonna be other assets that corporations or individuals have, including a significant inheritance tax. Now, I know I've just gone off the deep end politically when my intent was really to uh, kind of expose you to just part of uh, this great American plan, which you can go uh, to uh, uh, the congressional uh, bills and you can actually uh, find and read uh, the whole bill if you care to do. This is Frank Falvey with Frank's musing on the Great American Rescue Plan. This program was made possible by your Franklin friends and neighbors. Good folks, just like you. Thanks for supporting Franklin TV. And thanks for watching.